0: Welcome back, folks. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. This is Wicked Sources, and I'm your host, Mike, broadcasting from Los Angeles. Every week I bring you news info that could affect you, including alternative products that can bring a little comfort to your life. Today's topic is kratom and regulation. So if you find some value, smash the like for the algos, subscribe if you want to stick around. So I came across this article a few hours ago, and it's suggesting that lawmakers here in California are asking the... FDA to regulate Kratom. We're going to go over this article. It's from a publication I've never heard of and i got to admit, I did read it over and it wasn't the best written. I don't even think they proofread it before publishing, but we're going to go over it anyways and it's going to mention a few things. So At the end of it, we're, we're going to balance and try to really understand what the benefits are of regulating or leaving it as is. There's going to be Definitely some benefits, but there's also going to be a lot of negatives too. So, let's look at what this article is saying first. Orange County lawmakers want state, federal agencies to consider regulations for Kratom. The Orange County Legislature is calling on the FDA and the State Department of Health to promptly consider guidelines and protocols for the regulation of Kratom. That's the plant that grows in Southeast Asia and is deemed illegal or controlled in Australia, Denmark, Germany, Malaysia, Thailand, and it's banned in some U.S. states like Alabama, Arkansas, Rhode Island, Indiana, Vermont, and Wisconsin. County legislator uh, Rob Sassy said use of the substance must be reviewed on a national level. So, in quotes, the CDC also says Americans are dying from kratom overdoses, and I think it's important to note that. This is the part of the article where it gets a little shaky I don't know who wrote this, but it is used as a substitute for opioids. But if the CDC recognizes this and others, and also the vast majority of users use it for pain, and these Kratom different packaging are available in not the most reputable places, if it is such a wonderful thing, why isn't it recognized? He asked. Mental Health Commissioner Darcy Miller is in support of the count, uh, county resolution which was approved in committee on Wednesday. The full legislature is expected to address the issue at its December session. And it appears we have one comment here. Bryce Mitty, 90% of kratom-related deaths involve people who had consumed other drugs in addition to the kratom. Unlike opiate-based drugs, kratom causes very little respiratory depression. It helped me quit using pain meds and heroin. It got me through the nightmare of withdrawal, and it's currently helping me with opiate cravings. It doesn't completely eliminate a craving when one happens, but it makes them far more manageable. So as I said, not the best written article, but I see what they're saying. Um, Midi is right about that aspect over the years, I've reported many different articles that uh, immediately assumed that somebody died from kratom or overdosed from kratom, but at the very bottom of the article, where very few people ever make it to, it finally does tell the truth that other things were found in a person's system. We know for a fact that um, it's not very possible to overdose on kratom, it's The the likelihood is very, very low, especially when you're responsible. We know that um, in the beginning, in the early years when I started with Kratom, like nearly a decade ago, um, a lot of the people discovering it were absolutely from that world of individuals struggling with opioid abuse or heroin abuse. But you fast forward, and what do you see today? We see people who are undergoing pain management regimens and they need something that is reasonable, that is uh, accessible, that is also uh, effective. So this idea that it's harming people, I feel like whoever these state lawmakers are don't know the facts and they didn't do any research. Uh, If they did any, You know, they didn't get the right information, obviously. It requires a lot more study. In fact, a month or two ago, the FDA did reach out to the public asking for some feedback. What do you guys think? How should we handle this? You know, regulation in one form could be beneficial for the consumer. This is what we know about regulations is generally it is for the safety of the end consumer. But in turn there are negative impacts on an industry who um, oftentimes gets overregulated. Uh, for example, cannabis. So when we make this comparison, uh, we know that, um, for the most part, creative is safe. Pain management is a real issue in this country. I use it myself for pain management when I need it, and I'm responsible when I use it. Um, it's highly effective. So I don't need to take more and I don't need to take it at all if I don't need to. The idea of the abuse factor, the risk of abuse, is a potential for those who are, let's say, coming off of opioids, who abuse them, and or abuse heroin. I can see that case. For people who are going through pain management and have been through it for a number of years, the risk of abuse is lower because again they're just trying to have a functional life of some sort Um, it can bring a little comfort to their lives it can uh, make it a little more manageable that's the whole point so in terms of the stories that we've heard over the years very few people have um, have actually died with kratom in their systems I mean it's probably 100 or less at this point, um, and all of them had something in their systems other than Kratom. So it's really unfair to cite that piece of information in any article or even use it as a tool of, um, of information control by, let's say, lawmakers. If they're going to go around saying stuff like this, it's, um, it's not right. It's going to misinform a lot of people who know very little about it or don't know about it at all, and they're just going to form their opinion based on that. So, ultimately, the question becomes: How should we regulate it? I believe we're probably coming close to the end of this um, this period of time where the FDA is collecting information on people's use. Uh, at some point, they release it to the public, and we'll see what it has to say. Um, we know that it's effective. We know that it's safe. It's just the plant. Um, it is not an opioid, and I've made videos about that too. Just because it works with the same part of the uh, brain doesn't make it an opioid. Um, it's, that's just science, right? Now, I'm in favor of common sense. I don't know when we threw it out the window, but we should all exercise it on some level when it comes to um, a a plant of this nature. I mean we've we've gone through a century of prohibition with cannabis, and all of a sudden, in less than you know a couple of years, it' you know has a full 180 We should We shouldn't have to go down that same road uh, of prohibition for a whole century with kratom or anything else for that matter. Um, we should really think forward and be responsible whether it's those who use it or whether those who want to regulate it Um, try to understand it first before you jump to any conclusions so we know that regulation has already happened over the years so facilities that import they have certain regulations and guidelines those that want to uh, bottle and process they have guidelines this is all safety guidelines You may have heard over the years that yes, there have been contaminations like E. coli or salmonella and those products generally get recalled and then the public is told that this is happening. These things happen. Uh, They happen with lettuce, they happen with, you know, produce all the time. In fact, you may not have heard about it or you may have, but the recent onion recall uh, due to another outbreak, so it does happen. And as long as we have the right things in place to protect people, we should be okay. So those are things that are already in place. How much further do they want to regulate this? I can't possibly see uh, any anything else that we can add to try to make it a safer market. Um, it did suggest that uh, there are, pl- you know, these things are being sold in places that are less than reputable. I mean, who is to judge that? You can find them in gas stations, liquor stores, convenience stores, smoke shops, head shops, nutrition shops, yoga studios. So who's who's going to be the most reputable place to go to? Obviously, online vendors. So yeah, who's who's the right place? I mean, who's to say that you can or cannot carry this or offer it to your consumers that want it? Um, It's a very difficult kind of, um, I want to say, slippery slope there. If you start uh, saying, well, this place can't carry it because of one reason or another or guidelines that are being passed or this type of retail place can't carry it, then who can? Uh, Ultimately, that kind of regulation will lead to uh, diminished access, which we have already seen happen over the years. What do I mean by diminished access? I mean, you know, in the first few years of Kratom, when it really exploded after 2017, uh, payment providers were just pulling back. I've dealt with it, too. I've dealt with it in store and on my website, where they just pull your ability to collect payments in the traditional fashion. We always have, um, and they and then they cite high risk. So that is a form of um, eliminating access for you who want to be able to pay for it the way you always have, and to either order it from a place that you trust and otherwise this type of situation if we were to walk down this road and regulate it and say, okay, you can't get it on online, you can't get it anywhere except for these specific types of stores, well that will diminish access once again and only giving power to those select few. Um, furthermore, if we were to consider what you know what other forms of regulation um there's already lab reporting type of regulations and guidelines, so stuff that comes in and imported and processed has to be batch tested and lab tested, and um, generally those results are available to consumers if they want them. Um, these, these things are already happening. Uh, there's a handful of facilities in this country that handle Kratom, that are certified by the FDA to handle Kratom. Um, they have the proper clean rooms and the proper processes and follow the guidelines that have been laid out for them. So, again, I ask, what more can we do to regulate? Do you have any ideas? Leave them down below. I personally am a very um, a very strong proponent of simple but effective regulation, um, common sense regulation um and allowing people to decide for themselves what is going to be right for them in this instance if we continue down this road and overregulate like we have cannabis we will see a black market emerge if we overregulate like cannabis and then decide to overtax it and i'm talking about kratom then we're going to see people turning back to the black market because it's too expensive to get kratom when it was just the plant and it was fairly cheap what you know? What do you think that will lead to? That will lead to more overdoses from illicit drugs, more fentanyl cases which is on the rise um, more uh, black market activity, more violence more shady shit that um, goes on in these uh, underground worlds uh, is that what we want for the kratom community? I say no I certainly don't want it, and I don't think you do as well. So this is where the common sense comes in. And I would urge everybody to reach out to their local leaders. Try to educate them, um, if they'll even listen. So, Wicked Sources, I'll catch you guys on the next story.